most drinkers get to a stage in their drinking career when they're feeling the strain, the strain of all the negative effects of alcohol, and they want to break free. Daily drinking puts you in a kind of groundhog day of waking up with a headache, vowing not to drink that day, but at 5pm that resolution has just melted away. 20% of social drinkers will become dependent over the years, 20 years of regular drinking and some of us are going to get hooked. That's what the science is telling us. Welcome to the Tribe. This is your weekly podcast from Tribe Sober. Whether you're already sober, striving to be sober, or just plain sober curious, you need a tribe. You need a tribe because it's so hard to do this alone. You need a tribe because you need support. And that's where we come in. Here at Tribe Sober, we've got your back. Here at Tribe Sober, we have people at all stages of the journey, all helping each other to stay on track. On this podcast, we've got recovery stories to inspire you, experts to inform you, and plenty of advice on how to ditch the drink and change your life. So here's your host, Tribe Leader, Janet Gorond. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Tribe Sober podcast, episode 168. My name is Janet Gorond. I'm the founder of Tribe Sober, and I'm your host for this podcast. Here at Tribe Sober, we help people to change their relationship with alcohol and then to go on and actually thrive in their alcohol-free lives. And over the last seven years, we've helped thousands of people to do just that. And we created Tribe Sober because we know from experience that it's really hard to change your drinking habits alone. So at Tribe Sober, we're all about community. And each week we feature a community voice, just to give you a flavor of the awesomeness of our tribe. I think it's just one of those things that you have to be cognizant of because it is a dangerous thing. Um, If you do not manage it, you can easily get swallowed by it, you know. And I make sure when I'm like maybe um, not feeling great, like maybe, you know, we all go through some sort of dips during the year. Um, Be cognizant, like stay away from it because what it's going to do is just lure you in. And that's what people do, end up going and having a lot more drinks. So I'm a lot more aware of it. So if you'd like to join our warm and welcoming community, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe. So a big thank you to everyone who joined us on our recent sobriety boot camp, and especially to those of you that signed up for our brand new Breaking Free program. Today I'm doing a solo podcast for those of you who missed our boot camp, so you don't yet know about our Breaking Free program. This program was in development for a few months and the time came for me to give it a name and I just couldn't decide on one. But one morning I woke up with Freddie Mercury's song I Want to Break Free playing over and over in my head. That was bizarre because I wasn't even a big Queen fan in the first place. So I decided it must be a sign. A sign to call our new program Breaking Free. Although some of our members are already calling it the Freddie Course. Most drinkers get to a stage in their drinking career when they're feeling the strain, the strain of all the negative effects of alcohol, and they want to break free. Daily drinking puts you in a kind of groundhog day of waking up with a headache, vowing not to drink that day, 
But at 5pm, that resolution has just melted away. 20% of social drinkers will become dependent over the years. 20 years of regular drinking and some of us are going to get hooked. That's what the science is telling us. I'll put a link to an article by Ken Middleton in the show notes. He explains the science behind that fact. Many of us drink in our 20s and our 30s for fun. It's more or less social drinking. But then in our 40s and 50s, it often evolves into drinking to alleviate stress. And that's when it becomes self-medication. And we need to take some action. Let's look at nine warning signs of dependence. Any of these resonate with you? Number one, not being able to keep our drinking within the low-risk limits. Just to remind you, those low-risk limits are a bottle and a half of wine a week or six beers. Or if you're in Canada, it's just two drinks a week. Another sign, drinking alone. When you start preferring to be at home alone with your drinks rather than being out and about or meeting up with other people, that's a bit of a warning sign because you're creating a relationship with the alcohol. Drinking and driving, of course. And blackouts. A severe blackout was what finally did it for me, finally made me realise I had to quit. And I'm so glad I did. A doctor told me recently that the kind of blackouts that I was getting can be a precursor to brain damage. How scary is that? Here's another one. Waking up at 3am feeling anxious. That happens because it's about that time that the alcohol's leaving your body. And how about number six? Drinking more to get the same effect. Usually we start with one or two glasses an evening and eventually that can morph into one bottle an evening and even more. Another warning sign is when all your social activities seem to involve alcohol. Number eight, you drink for the buzz. Nothing to do with the taste. And number nine, you've tried and failed to drink less many, many times. So we get to the stage where we know that we should really quit, but we have no idea how to do that. So we stay trapped. So when you're in a trap, you need to break free. So let me explain how we can help you if you do want some support to break free. As I said, this course was in development for some time and us course creators get very excited when we design something new. When we talk about it, we're really tempted to dive down into the nuts and bolts, talk about all the different moving parts and why they fit so beautifully together. But I'm going to restrain myself. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to resist the temptation and give you an analogy instead. I was recently reflecting on the process of booking a holiday, probably because I did that just last week. Now, I booked that holiday because the destination is fantastic. It's all about tropical beaches, warm sea, luxurious accommodation. I'd been poring over the beautiful photographs, travel porn, I think they call it. When I booked my holiday, I could already see myself lying on that sun-drenched beach reading my book. And that's what motivated me to book the holiday, the destination. I didn't want to hear about the journey, which would probably be hard, long and boring. The journey would begin after I made my booking. 
Then I would start wondering how to get my visa, what vaccinations I need and what clothes to take. The journey would no doubt involve horrendous queues at the airport, followed by a long and boring flight. But here's the thing. I'm not dwelling on that journey because my mind is so focused on the destination. In my mind, I'm already on my sun-drenched beach, wondering which alcohol-free cocktail to order. So before I talk about the breaking-free journey, I wanted to remind you about the destination. I want to remind you about the sun-drenched beaches of sobriety. Let's remind ourselves why we want to be alcohol-free. Now, personally, after eight years of sobriety, I can talk forever about the many benefits of sobriety, but here are my top seven. I've seen a dramatic improvement in my physical health. Someone in our recent boot camp said that she wanted a second lease of life. Well, that's exactly what sobriety has given to me. I was 63 when I quit, and since then, I've had eight years of consistent good health. Number two, mental health. I've got so much more mental space these days. No more inner struggle. No more conscious mind telling me I must quit. And the subconscious arguing back saying, but if you quit, you'll never have fun again and you'll lose all your friends. And that knot of anxiety that lived in my stomach for many years, it just dissolved. Number three, better relationship. Well, my long-suffering husband, who put up with many years of my over-drinking, it's been wonderful to see his disappointment turn to pride. I never talked to my son about my drinking until I quit, and then he confided in me that he hated my drinking and he was so worried that I was going to die. And as for friends, well, I've got a wonderful circle of authentic friends these days, real friends, whereas my drinking buddies are long gone and I don't miss them at all. Fourth benefit that I want to highlight is sleep, better sleep. We actually need seven cycles of the REM sleep every night. REM is the deep restorative sleep. That means we wake up feeling refreshed and ready to face the day. As a drinker, you get about two. When I hit 60, I felt exhausted. I thought it was my age, but in fact it was my wine. I finally joined up the dots. And if you don't sleep well for years because you drink a couple of glasses of wine every evening, then the fatigue will build up. So ditch the booze, you'll sleep well and you'll feel amazing. Number five, I look better. Within weeks, my skin looked better. Every time we drink a glass of wine, we lose the equivalent to four glasses of water, which of course means that your skin will be dry. My eyes began to sparkle and the eye bags melted away. I've lost weight because my metabolism is so much more efficient now that it doesn't have to spend its time getting rid of toxic alcohol before burning up my food. Number six, personal growth. I was actually depressed when I gave up drinking. I thought the good times were over. But I now realise that recovery is so much more than not drinking. Sobriety is the springboard to self-development, and that's exactly what it's been for me. Number seven, I found my purpose. 
Once we stop draining our energy and motivation with booze, we can reconnect with our energy and use it for something positive. We can use it to discover who we really are and what we really want out of life. And then the magic can begin. Every Saturday afternoon, we open up our Tribe Sober Zoom Cafe. It's a safe space where our members can connect, check in, and just shoot the breeze about alcohol-free living. If you'd like to be a guest at the cafe one Saturday, just drop us an email at Janet at TribeSober.com. That's Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at TribeSober.com, and we'll send you an invitation. So that's just seven of the many benefits that I've experienced since becoming alcohol-free. So I hope you're feeling inspired about the destination, which of course is an alcohol-free life that you love. An alcohol-free life that you don't want to escape from. So now let's talk about the journey. Let's talk about the Uber to the airport, the airport queues and that long, long flight. Yes, it will sometimes be hard. But we've chosen our heart and the destination will make it all worthwhile, just like my holiday. The journey is, of course, the Breaking Free program. Now, to create this program, I've taken all the learnings, contacts and resources that I've discovered during the last eight years to bring together a world class program. It's exactly what I needed when I was completely stuck in my drinking and desperate to get out. We've seen so many people change their lives since we started Tribe Sober that we've realised that we're not just a membership or an online course or a workshop or a challenge. We're actually a place of transformation. And we want to invite you into our place of transformation. But we want to be sure that it's a good fit for you. We want you to succeed. So we need to be sure of your commitment. The currency of that commitment is... Money, time, energy and attention. So breaking free is for you if you're ready to put yourself first and make a commitment to change your life. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired or if you sometimes think, I can't do this anymore, then it's time. But breaking free is not for you if you're not prepared to invest in yourself, to invest money, time, energy and attention And if you're not ready to put yourself, your future health and happiness first, or maybe you're just not ready full stop. You may have heard me say before on this podcast that the average time that drinkers spend in contemplation before they finally quit is 11 years. So maybe you want to spend a few more years in that contemplation phase before you throw in the towel and decide to break free. So it's time to make a choice. Are you going to take the sober road or are you going to get stuck in drinking alley and that groundhog day of daily drinking? Are you going to trust us to guide you? I love the Martin Luther King quote, faith is taking that first step even when you can't see the whole staircase. And you need that faith because early recovery is difficult and it's almost impossible to imagine that it's going to get easier and that your life is going to get better and better. So have faith in us because we've climbed the staircase. So let me describe the staircase, the journey, the path. The path to get you from where you are now to where you need to be. 
I was actually inspired to build the Breaking Free program when I was interviewing a podcast guest, British journalist Sam Delaney. When I asked him how he quit, he told me that he'd built his own recovery model, and that it was a kind of hybrid. He took a bit of AA, some coaching, some podcasts, booked on a course, signed up with a community, a bit of a mix and match until he found absolutely the right combination. So that's when it occurred to me that I could take the best bits of what we offer and combine them into one powerful program. So let me just mention the four components. The first thing that happens when you join our Breaking Free program is we connect you with our community. We offer you three months of Tribe Sober membership, which in effect is offering you three months of community support. The next component is a group workshop. That's a four-hour workshop on Zoom. That Zoom workshop will give you a good overview of everything that you're going to cover on the next component, which is the Kickstart online course. That's individual study when you're going to drill down. You'll get all the theory, all the training, everything that you need to overturn your limiting beliefs around alcohol, to realise just how harmful alcohol is to your brain and your body, and to tap into all the motivation you need to keep you going. The final component is personal support. That'll include two Zoom calls with me and one coaching session with Lynette. So to summarise, you're going to get community support, one-to-one support, online course and a group workshop. You can read more about that on tribesober.com. The link to Breaking Free is on the homepage. The current price is the launch price which we're holding for a further few days so that our podcast listeners can benefit from it. If you're listening to this and you're a Tribe member, then please log in as a member before you book to get a further 20% discount. And of course, if you're not a member yet, but you've been thinking of signing up, then now is a great time to do it because you'll get a further discount on Breaking Free. So that's the journey, breaking free. I do hope some of you decide to join us on that life-changing journey. And yes, the journey will sometimes be hard. But as a clever therapist once said, what's wrong with hard? Carry on drinking and your life will become harder and harder. So let me finish with an intriguing fact. Those of us that have become dependent on alcohol are actually the lucky ones. We're the lucky ones because we've been forced to the wall. We've been forced to examine our lives and make some major changes. We've been forced to think who we really are and what we really want out of life. And that never really happens to the normal drinkers. So get excited and sign up for Breaking Free right now. So let me end by reading you a message from our UK and Europe chat group. This message is from Liz to PJ, who had got to 28 days, but she had a touch of the early sobriety blues, and she was wondering if she should just have a beer. So Liz dived in and said, Things that have helped me to deal with thoughts of moderation. Get clear on why I've decided to stop. Have it written down and reread when tempted. Also, have a list of my false beliefs around what alcohol supposedly does for me and realise why those beliefs are utter rubbish. 
And remember that when you have one drink, you change and then you want another and another. Life is a permanent hangover when drinking. Excellent advice, Liz. Thank you so much. So that's it from me, guys. Thanks for listening and I'll be back next week. Ditching the drink is like climbing a mountain. It's hard, it takes courage and grit, and an experienced guide. And that's where we come in. Here at Tribe Sober, we've climbed that mountain, and we know the view from the top is amazing. We've used our experience to put together a unique membership program that will support you all the way. We've got challenges, chat rooms, sober buddies, trackers, and milestone awards, and that's just for starters. So head on over to tribesober.com and check out our membership program. It's the essential resource for anyone looking to ditch the drink and change their life.